Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Um, okay, so he hosts a show on Wednesdays at Better Days in the Lower East Side. It's such a fun show. you got to see it. And he hosts the podcast Hope of the Hood. Give it up for Petey Diabro. Woo! Guys, welcome back to Hope of the Hood. Um, I hope you guys are cool out there. It's fucking hot, summertime. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be on the air with you guys. Yo, I'm fucking... It was hot today, man. It was hot yesterday. But I feel good. I went to 7-Eleven, got me an iced coffee. Shout out to 7-Eleven. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they they now have doormen at the, at the 7-Elevens now. So they're stepping it up. Other corporations need to take note. Um, cause I didn't, I just wait, cause I go to 7-Eleven cause they got the cheap coffee, 99 cents. So I'm like, all right, let me go 99 cents with tax 108. I didn't expect there to be a doorman. Canal Street and Broadway. If you want to go to a 7-Eleven with a doorman, the 7-Eleven is on Canal Street and Broadway. And, uh, the seven, the, the doorman, you know, he kind of looks like he doesn't have a home or whatever. So doesn't really matter. I don't look at that. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the generosity and the hospitality. I'm not looking at the fact that, you know, maybe they didn't hire him, but maybe they didn't hire him, but at least they didn't shoo him away. You know what I'm saying? There's some establishments that's like, yo, my man, we don't need you to open the door for us. But they like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. And he knows you don't get that two cents back in that tax. So he's like, I want that two cents, bro. <laughs> I know that shit, dollar ninety-eight. I know you got change, motherfucker. I know you ain't got a dollar oh eight, son. Let me get that too. <laughs> get that too, bro. Yo, all right, yo, you heard this dude's voice. Um, I got a very special guest in the studio this week. Very excited to have my man in the studio. I just came across his page one day and was like, honestly, that's gonna be one of the first things we talk about. But I I noticed his shit stood out. Like, there's a lot of people out there selling, uh, you know, I call them hood daiquiris. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of people selling nutcrackers and henny coladas and all of that, but. Not a lot of them are, are have like a brand. Not a lot of them have like an actual like it's always right. like some hokey ass exactly. motherfucking. They took a a, a a a a flyer from Club Cielo or some shit, <laughs> and then they put nutcrackers where all the shorties usually go in the flyers. Yo, bro, I've seen I've seen it all. So I've seen it all. so welcome to my, my man you, Kirby's you, man. Cups, it's your, man. It's your boy Kirby, man from Kirby's Cups in this bitch, man. On, I think on the most perfect day, I think, because it's like the fucking hottest day in the summer. It's like 120. It's 120 out this bitch. I, I smell the homeless man from down the block. That's how it is. I said, shit, bro. But um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for hitting me up, bro. I'm like always honored that people just want to reach out and kind of like know my story. I've been doing it for seven years and shit like that. But it's, it, it, what you said is true. Um, in What's terms up with of- that, though? Like, where does that? Because I'm like, 
your joints are branded. If you're looking at this, you see the, the branded. You see Kirby's Cups. You know what it is. You see the business cards. You know what I'm saying? What this shit say? Slip, sip slow, live, live fast. fast. Frozen cocktail connoisseur. You should get rid of the catering and just put connoisseur, right? Catering word, word. connoisseur. Because you were kind of... Any hoots. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So... Any hoots, what made you do that? Like, so basic, basically, um, I'll give you the, the short version of, of a long story. Um, how it all kind of started, it started from desperation. Like any entrepreneur, I guess, story. Like this was really just supposed to be a means to end. So I was in a situation seven years ago. Um, that's around the time when like uh, stock market crash and all that kind of shit. Lost a lot of bread. I was getting into real estate. Back was against the wall. Um, it was the summertime. I needed to pay rent. Mm. And I didn't have rent. Rent was due like, I think I, I think it was, uh, that's what it was. It was right before June 1st. And rent needed to get rent needs to get paid two weeks before. Then I was like, "Oh fuck, how the fuck I'm gonna pay this rent?" So what I did was, uh, my boy he was selling nutcrackers at his barbershop, but just gallons. The whole phenomenon a few years back, nobody knew where to get the bottles. That's mm. what the big thing. Like, yo, where you get the bottles at? Where you get the bottles? And I was like, you go on fucking Amazon, Alibaba, and you find them shits. But before it was difficult. So, long story short, um, he's like, "Yo, you could sell these shits and make some money." So what I did was, I had a brand new TV, a fifty like fifty two inch, and my brand new PS three that I bought. I sold them shits. Used half that money to pay my rent, and the other half, I bought liquor bottles, I bought rum, I went online to figure out how to make my blue Hawaiian, I made a bunch of drinks, went to Puerto Rican Day Parade, I made like $300 that one the first day. I said, oh shit, this shit might be all right. Yeah, right and right. from there, it kind of took off. I rocked with it the whole summer. Um, and then in terms of the branding, I kind of wanted to, so my whole thing is I started realizing that what people started telling me in terms of feedback was they never really had nutcrackers like this, the quality mm-hmm. of how it tastes and and um, and the care and, and, the, and, the, and the attention to detail with little things. So once I started realizing, I said, you know what? Because a lot of people were trying to say they were like drinking my shit or whatever. So I said, let me brand it. Um, I got into catering. Um, I started doing different events and then it just started taking off. It went from doing an event where like my first big like takeoff event was in, a, I got to, you know, got to give him shout out, uh, Dame Dash. He actually mm. like, uh, my, bar- uh, my barber used to cut his hair. And he okay. had that uh, gallery, Poppinson Gallery. I'm yeah, not sure yeah, I remember that. Um, and my cousin had gave him the drinks. He said, yo, this shit's popping. I'm doing, a, you know, fuck it. Imagine how Dame Dash talks. Yo, this shit's popping. I'm doing this event. Pull up, tell him, pull up, pull up, yo, pull up. Yo, shit's going to be mad lit. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> and um, and it, was, it was when Cameron was doing those socks. I did that first event, and it was like an eye-opener. Like, oh, shit, I think I could get take this shit serious. Um, you know, and seven years later now, I, I've, I've turned it into a brand that, um, that it's basically has grown. Now, not even uh, within the state of New York. I've been also been able to bless, bless to go out of state and all that kind of stuff. And the goal is to basically um, legitimize um, the, or not even legitimize, I mean, I even use that word. It's to kind of clear up the perception of these quote unquote nutcrackers per se. Right, right, right. I feel like a lot of people have a negative connotation to them. That's why I don't even call my drinks nutcrackers per mm. se. I just call them mixed frozen cocktails. But mm. people in the hood, they'll see it and they'll think it's nutcrackers. H- hood daiquiris. Hood daiquiris, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and then from there, so I just took it from there. So I'm basically trying to be, you know, trying to trying to be the next hypnotic, the next Bacardi mix ready to drink beverage that you could get at a liquor store, things like that. That's kind of like the future goal and where I'm trying to go with it. So that's kind of like where, you know, my story. Where are you from originally? So I'm Dominican, but I was born in New York, born in New York. So I'm like uh, Americanized Dominican now. Um, but I was out, so I'm like a New York mutt. So I spent the first 10 years in Brooklyn, East New York. Um, I spent three years after that in, um, uh, Spanish Harlem. Then I spent a good seven years in the Bronx. I know you from the Bronx. So I spent it in South Bronx, Brook Avenue, that whole area right there, Millbrook Projects. And then from there, I went to, uh, Howard Beach, Queens. So I went from going from the hood. So it, and it's like, kind of like, 
and I'm sure in comedy you could kind of relate in terms of being in so many different crowds, you get to adapt to different crowds. So I went from being like in the hood projects to now my mom putting me in a better position in a little suburb area on Howard Beach. And now I'm like with a, you know, a whole different set of crowd, different set of just mindset. So I spent a lot of my teen years there. And then how this started, it started in Dykeman when I lived in Dykeman. So when I started in Dykeman, I started this. And then now I'm officially back in Queens. So I, I call myself a Queens head because I spent a lot of my, I spent most of my years in Queens that I bounced around everywhere in New York, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the, uh, so you, you make deliveries. You're everywhere. You're all over the so, city. So, um, well, I do deliveries, but what it is, is more like a catering service. So um, people contact me, whether they're doing an event, uh, whether it could be a home gathering or a large catering event, and people hit me up and then, you know, I can come, you know, deliver them some or come, you know, set up a situation we can bring some to them. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, I try to provide, um, you know, I try to, because there's a lot of red tape with delivery, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, so um, there's a lot of things that I try to, you know, stay away from. But if you want more information, you can always go on my Kirby's, Camps, Kirby's Cups Instagram page and find all that stuff out. But my main focus is really catering a lot of different events, you know, comedy shows to art galleries, to museums, to uh, Hamptons parties. I've done fucking baby showers. I've done... Um, you know what's crazy, my dude? I'll be honest with you. This is what I'm... Lear- like, the shit fucking astonishes me sometimes, even though I know. Sometimes, like, it's like I know, but I when you see it, you be like, damn, this... You ever see something that's like, yo, you knew it, and then you like, oh, shit, this shit is really, like, you knew it, but you had to see it yeah. to really, so, yo, fucking rich people, son? <laughs> Nigga, I was at, um, and we're going to have them on soon. I was at the spot called Classic Cars, Classic Car Club of Manhattan on Monday, right? Shout out to them. Shout out to my man, Matt Pavish, for putting me down with the spot. So it's 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 on the it's on the um it's at Pier seventy six right on the water, fucking crazy spot. It's like an airplane hangar. It's fucking beautiful. These it's niggas beautiful got shit. mad kind of yeah. exotics. Like I never did f- comedy in front of a fucking Lamborghini <laughs> and, and a, like a nineteen fifty six Porsche and a shit. fucking. And everybody in there, they look like money. It smells like money. Those soap in the bathroom, nigga. They had some shit called Aesop. I said, I'm saying, why, what why the fuck? Why the soap got glitter on my shit? Like. Nigga, the shit said lavender. <laughs> I said, what the fuck is lavender? I thought that was just a color. I, a I, color didn't, yeah, I didn't know you could put colors in the soap. So I'm I'm like, yo, but then, but so I bring it up because when I go up now, mind you, these niggas is, they in the loop. These niggas is different type of dudes. But they fucking ate my shit up. They loved it. Because I'm keeping it. I'm keeping taking it you uptown, yeah, nigga. Yeah. I'm like, I don't got health care, nigga. <laughs> I, I'm like, nigga, I can't even. I'm like, God, if you want these cars to look good, bring them to the hood. Like, these look cool in the hangar, but bring them in front of the. Really if, if you Not even stunt, but like, you ever see that shit becomes, it's already a nice car. But when you put a nice car in the middle, that shit look like. Why you think when niggas call it spaceships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, well, look look like, no, it look like, no, this shit look like it cost a whole block. But to say that, to, I say that to say this is that, so I'm like, yo, when I walked away from that spot and everybody's bigging me up and like I kind of, I'm making new connections with these people that don't know me. It's almost like I feel like they're, like what you're doing, mm-hmm. they're taking a piece of you. It's like they're taking a piece of the hood. Exactly. Like they don't got to go to the hood. So it's like, but they know what the, they know that it's like, oh, this it's was like, popping in the it's hood. It's just like you are. You're like the middleman. You're the conduit from the hood to where their lives is at. Right. So that's kind of like, you kind of, yeah, put it right on the money. So what I did was is take that hood persona of what these drinks are and try to just put them in a different light. 
and try to like show like nah this is good quality product but really and it's the vibe I, and, it's and, the and effort it's too. the vibe but it's really also too and there's a lot of business people will understand like I put my name behind it it's called Kirby's Cups right. like so that means a lot to me obviously integrity is important so it's like that's the number one thing for me. So in terms of quality, in terms of how I present the product, I always keep that in mind because my name is who I am. So um, I keep that in mind. So it's not like I'm you know, trying to make a quick buck or I'm like just trying to make money, which we all trying to do, but I'm trying to build a brand, establish credibility and establish something, you know, long-term type of shit. So um, I definitely agree with you. It's figuring out a way to polish that, that hood shit so it could be, I guess, palatable for the... Uh, "Quote unquote," I don't want to even say white market, but let's say rich, higher, yeah, higher, rich, high echelon, higher echelon and shit like that. So it, it's, but it's, it's crazy. Like, um, because you sure said you, the Hamptons, I'm like, this nigga, they can, they can, they yeah, got like the Hamptons. I've like, been like, I've been able to go to you know so many you know dope different places, PA. Um, I've done like uh, rooftops in New York that I didn't even know they were fucking rooftops like you know shit like that so I've been able to go to different places and see those kind of stuff but this has been my history for so long I used to promote clubs from age of like 19 to 22, 23 so I kind of like already was in that party mode I wanted to be a rapper like every guy I guess in the hood wanted to be and (laughs) it's so funny I just my whole shit I just wanted to be I just wanted to make money I didn't ever because I didn't ever like I, I was so ignorant and I was so, I I guess, gullible. Yeah. That so I was mentality of around my way was like niggas don't make it. Yeah, yeah. So I, know, I heard you like, say that in the last episode, so like yo, niggas don't make it. So, niggas no, no. Just don't that make one it. One? You told me when you was like yo, you had it like so. I forgot what episode. I think it was episode thirty when you was like yo, shit, my week was tough, man. I had some ups and some downs, and you know you got them downs. It's just it's part of it. It's part of it. It's so, of it. but that shit is so the hustle. But like when people put something together, like this is your menu, right? So like a comedy show would basically be instead of this menu, mm-hmm. it would be different names that's on the show, right? Got you. So if you put some whack shit on here, that shit reflects on your taste, exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. So and then I'd exactly. be looking at it like, I don't give a fuck if you my friend or whatever. If that shit don't represent my taste, you got to understand that exactly. I take pride in what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's part of the hustle. 100%. And you know that's what I think people like, I've been, I would say I've been an entrepreneur at heart since young. Like I was a dude like, Fucking shoveling snow, like getting money. It was all about getting money, like shoveling snow to get money. I remember buying the Iversons when they came out, the red shifts with the zipper in the middle, whatever, with the, with my snow money and shit like that. So from young, I always wanted to get money. And I was just like you, trying to figure it out, glorify people like Diddy at the time, watching, you know, hypnotized video and all these kind of crazy shit, seeing all these big money budgets and shit. And what I learned just over the years, and I'm just like, just trying to drop a jewel for new entrepreneurs. I think people got to understand that this shit takes a lot of effort and care. If you really want something to be successful and you want to win, you have to actually care. It's like even drug dealers, really, honestly. Mm -hmm. If the real successful drug dealers, they care about their clients in the sense like they making sure they always got work. The work is good. They on it on time or whatever. So it's the same kind of of mentality um, that I put. I put the same street mentality, that street hustle into this but without all the illegal and negative shit behind it you know what I'm saying and even like when the like I think the other thing is like you gotta have this is what I learned in business not being a businessman mm-hmm. was like you when you starting out you gotta be willing to fail like you gotta know you're gonna take an L like at some point you For gotta sure. do, and but you gotta not quit cause I was taught how to, I was a quitting ass nigga yeah, growing yeah, up yeah. like if some shit didn't work I ain't never was taught like yo that's part of the game. I used to internally be like, "Oh shit, this ain't for me." Yeah. Do you? My bad. I don't, now, if this, if this is too personal, you don't have to answer. Did you come? Did you have? have did you live with both your parents? Father wasn't around. Dad wasn't around. Which one? Yeah, pops wasn't around. So the reason why I asked that because I'm the same way. Like that with that same shit you said. That same mindset you said. Like I was very naive at young, and not that as I'm older now. When I was young, I used to like 
hate my pops, yo, fuck my pops, fuck that motherfucker, he left and shit, you know, that yeah, classic, classic kind of mindset that you have and shit, but as I got older, I definitely have, not that I, I wish, I do wish, I wish you have that male figure that could kind of school you and like, one, don't be, don't take L's as like losses, just take them as lessons. Right. Shit like that. I took, it took me a lot of years, a lot of self-development, reading books, watching YouTube shit, going to seminars to kind of like grow this mindset to learn like not to quit, to understand like you got to persevere. Like doing this shit, you know, like my first L that I took with this, one of these is I started this in the summer. It went great. I was I was telling I was telling your producer it went popping in the summer. I was like, oh shit, I could do this all year round. This is good money. I didn't have to work. I was like, survive. I was paying my rent. Like I was just surviving. I was paying my rent, little money in my pocket. I'm like, all right, cool. Winter comes. I'm like, I'm gonna rock this show all winter. People love to drink in the winter. They home. The shit just cooled down. No parties. Nobody ordering. No nothing. And I had to get it. I had to suck it up and get a job and end up getting some construction job. But I felt like, damn, I was like, damn, I wasn't able to really get this off the ground like the way I thought of. And I, and I was almost not going to do it. And I wasn't even going to continue. Before I even gave this shit a name, this was before when it had no label, no name. I only had like two, three flavors. And one of my boys was like, yo, as soon as it warms up again in spring, do it again and just rock out. And then that next spring came on. I, I got motivated. I did it. And then thank God blessed. Um, I quit that job right before that summer started. And I never had worked a job since. And I just grinded it out. But it's definitely like you have to be strong-willed. Just like with anything, I'm sure, you know, um, with comedy, like I, I respect people like you, artists, performers that like have to get on stage and like perform their art because that shit is like, we seek validation, you're seeking validation, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? And I'm the same way with my drinks, like, yeah, I want the money, but I want the reaction if you tell me, yo, these shits is popping. That that's that strokes my ego. I yeah, feel course, better now after course. that. Because you know, you, know you what you did was worth it. It was to worth you. it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, so I take that's what I'm saying. I take a lot of pride, but you have to go through the L's. You gotta go through the trials and tribulations. If you want anything of anything of value, it's like anything else. If you want anything of value, you gotta go through the you gotta be able to take the L's. I was gonna ask you about the winter, actually. I was thinking about that earlier. Like, what the fuck is up with the winter, bro? <laughs> like, not like the season, but like the, 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 the you know what I'm saying? Because you know how they got like, why got me with it? Like, yo, God, what the fuck's up? What's yo, what the, the point f- of that like, shit, yo, bro? Yo, what's up with Mother Nature while and getting cold-hearted on real niggas? Like, you can't just go get cold-hearted on it. At least we know. But like, so in the wintertime, are you still doing, are you still yeah, doing like, the exact same thing? Do the same or do you mix it up with I, the coquitos? Nah, I do this, I do the same thing. So I do the same thing. So what I what I so this is what I figured out. It's kind of like the best example I metaphor I could give is kind of like a squirrel. Mm. When it's when and one thing about a squirrel, if you know, once it starts getting warm, they outside. They're getting them nuts, right? They they stack and they stack and they stack and they all summer long, they stack and stack and stack and stack. But then once it gets cold, they gotta go back in their little trees and but they got to make sure they got enough nuts for the winter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have nut, nut, enough nuts for the winter. So in that case, it's like, that's how I view it. I'm like, okay, let me grind crazy all summer. Mm-hmm. So in the winter, when it's a little more hard and there's a lean months, I'm stacked up whether whether financially or not even financially opportunities. So you don't got to stack also money, but you can stack opportunities, stack relationships. Absolutely. Stack, you know, so what I do is I try to build my rapport, build my relationship. So by the time, no, you know, November, December, January really comes and it's cold, Lord willing, I've established enough relationships that I'm either doing events all winter or people are still ordering because my name's out there doing these podcasts. Like right after August, going into like September, October, I'm going to be like a little bit of a media marketing run. Mm. I don't really need to do too much marketing in the summer because it kind of sells itself. Yeah, absolutely. But I do. So that's kind of how I make up for it. So I try to think of different ways. Like how can I get more people's attention? Like, let me just really sit. Let me go on Instagram. I watch people like Gary V. Um... Yo, we heard niggas everywhere. It's riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to know why? Like, I like to talk like yeah, this and share this shit because we hood motherfuckers and we from the hood. But there's a lot of people that think like us, but they 
they assume that they they're crazy for thinking like us. To think Absolutely. Like, I used to could think, try shit like yeah, this. Yeah, I used to think that, man. So that's why like, even like I be saying like, nigga, it's about getting on. One of the things that push me is to get on. Because once I get on, because you know how it is where we from, nigga. Unless you proactive and we can see it, all that shit is just words. Word. Whatever you talking about, it's just words. Word, word. But when niggas see like, yo, bang, this is it. This is how I did it. And you give niggas the blueprint and the formula. Niggas is more open to be like, word, okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know and that's mean? and that's really what like that's that's really what this shit's about. It's like like in my core core, I love to just help people and like make people feel good. Like I love that. Like in my core, that's like really what I'm about. I like to make people feel good and just like why you do your comedy. Like I like to make people feel good. So with this, it's the same thing. Like I'm like, yo, shit is possible, bro. We live in 2018. Like I was just telling my boy yesterday, actually. I was making drinks for um for the for Labor Day weekend. And um, I was like, yo, I felt like a fucking idiot because I'm like asking them questions. I'm trying to figure out something. I'm like, yo, bro, like, I wonder how they like do this shit. And then it kind of hit me. I'm like, bro, I live in 2018, my nigga. I have a fucking thousand dollar phone that could give me access to all the information in the world. Anything that we wanted. So it's like, I have to remind myself like, and and I always try to remind other people like, anything you want to figure out is there. It's just that there's a difference of people who's actually going to get it. And the people that's going to like just mock it and just be like, oh, I wish, or just wait for an opportunity. Like, ain't nobody coming to your door to put you on a set. It's like what you said. I heard you said in your last show, like you 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 live off people being late, which I understand that. Like, it's like, yo, I'll beat it. I'm ready. Like, I'm with the shits. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, (laughs) we right now. You need it right now. All right. Like, I wanted to actually. Like, the average person ain't coming right now. They like, all right, let me get ready. Exactly. Let me, let me let me put it together. And the difference between those that make it and those that don't. And I want to ask you, by the way, did you have you ever um take a chance to read or listen to Kevin Hart's book, Life Lessons? Kevin Hart's book. I would highly just you being a comedian. I would highly recommend that book. And anybody listen to it, not just because you're a comedian, but it's a motivational book for life. But his story into comedy and what he took to get to where Kevin Hart became, doing what you do, that grind of like. He was driving from he was driving Philly seven days a week from Philly to New York, Philly to New York every day, just like you waiting sometimes getting a set sometimes not networking me and people or whatever. So that's that grind that people just don't know. You got to be ready for the opportunity. So it's like with me, like you know, my whole shit is one. I always have drinks on me because you just never know. Like right. I might meet a celebrity or somebody might hit me up randomly or whatever. Or you know, I try to take advantage of these opportunities with podcasts or whatever. Like just you just got to be ready because you never know what's gonna be that thing to kind of like take you off and be out of here. That's kind of how I always look at it. Like I feel like. There's a guardian angel that's kind of working with you, like seeing like, okay, you put it in that work curb. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in this position. Let me see if you're gonna take advantage of this opportunity. So that's kind of like where I'm at with it and shit. Yo, I was at this spot on Sunday, and I made a joke. I was at uh, it's at the Queens Brewery. Shout out to the Queens Brewery, my man Steve, Big Steve, behind the bar over there. So I never been to no. I mean, I've been to breweries, but like, I never really. I don't know. I always like even though I've been to mad breweries, that shit always fucks me up. Whenever I go to a brewery, I don't think I, I could be honest with you. I think oh no, I never been to a beer brewery, but I've been to a, a brewery. I don't even call you a brewery, but they call it. I guess a distillery where they make the rums and the okay, fresh yeah, rums and everything yeah, right yeah. there with the sugar cane and all that kind of shit. But I never been to a brewery. That brewery. shit is bugged out, right? So they got like these big ass fucking. They call them silos. I didn't know what they was at first. I was like, yo, look at these big fucking... <laughs> these big ass j- jugs, nigga. These big ass Look at these stainless j- steel jugs, tank, nigga. <laughs> so they had the shits and I was like, yo. I was like, don't let some hood niggas get some shit like this. Uh, y'all niggas got us in the pat. Like, <laughs> nigga, I will fill this shit up with fucking duck sauce in one of them. 
I'll fill one up with fucking nutcrackers or honey coladas, and we going to bank because there's be- nobody doing that. Like, exactly. Everybody's doing the same shit. Hops. I mean, beer's popping, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I be telling niggas, yo, the IPAs is the white people's malt liquor, nigga. I, I, one of three of those, it's the same result. It, it just gives you, you got more dignity yeah, when you order yeah, IPA. Yeah. Than IPA, a, you feel extra classy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's the same shit without, exactly. without it be calling like Mad Cobra or some crazy it, Or what I call a malt, no, motherfucker, you drinking a malt beverage. Don't yeah. that shit twisted. <laughs> malt. You drinking a malt motherfucking beverage. But like, yo, bro. would you ever fucking like, you ever, because I'm like, that's why I be looking at like, yo, son, that shit, imagine if a nigga had a fucking like, cause I like on some distribution shit. Like you ain't even out there no more. You got like a fucking so that, that's, center. Like so that's a, like you know my. So I, I also want to share something so people may not know. This was never supposed to be like my thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to do this in a sense. Like I didn't like. Oh shit! I want to be a fucking cocktail guy. I want to make drinks and shit like that. Like, that wasn't really the goal. This was always supposed to be a means to an end. I started this, like I told you, my back was against the wall. And I'm like, damn, I need to make some chicken. This was like the best opportunity to make some chicken really quick at the moment. And what I was. Ch- so, chicken means money for you guys. That, oh, yeah. I don't know the, the, the slang. <laughs> but, but I know we were a while with this. So we were a while. So if you don't know the slang, <laughs> chicken means money. And um, if you do use the word chicken after today, we would like some sort of recognition. Just, shout, just shout out where you heard it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. When so this is what I would do, and I would so I would I would make my money, and I'd be like, oh shit, I got a, I got a nice little nest egg. Mm-hmm. Instead of reinvesting and thinking like, oh, I could make this like a, a big legit brand, I didn't think this would be anything serious. I would go into a whole nother hustle. So I'll take my money and try to do a whole nother business, and it would just fo- it would just flop. Like I took so many L's, bro. I'm not sure if you took any L's in life, but I took financial Bad L's, L's like, yeah, bro. Like investing into shit, not working out, trying to do uh, you know, I've tried to do apps, I've tried to do different inventions and shit like that. That's why I want to get into the last your last story about Cool Herc inventing stuff, and um, so. I was like, so I was spending money. Then eventually, like a year, two years, I was like, damn, bro, you've been doing this shit for going, it was five years. You've been doing this shit for five years and this has been paying your rent, paying everything. Why not just double down and take this shit to another mm-hmm. level? So it's just to answer your question. So now I'm at a place where I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a lot of support. People actually, you know, people really fuck with it genuinely. Now let me see. It's kind of what I said earlier. How can I get these in stores? How can I get these in your local liquor store? And because that's another thing, I get people from so, out of state. That's like, yo, I want to try these. How can I get them? And I don't ship because it's illegal to ship right, unless you right, got right, your proper right. or the proper paperwork. You know, and shit. hold real quick. You know, who we got plug my man into my man Cobble Hill Ice Cheese. Shout out to my man over at Cobble Hill Ice Cheese because he got. Think about what he does. I, Son started the same shit, except it was iced tea, but it's still... But it's just him hustling it's it. It's just him hustling this shit in the same type of bottles, yeah. too. It's the same fucking bottles. Huh? Lemonade, my bad. Yeah. And he got the coffee, the, the coffee joints, the lemonade coming out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's fire. Caffeine. That's fire. But he took it to the next level of from this shit where he was just... He was dropping off cases... But it wasn't like from people on, to people, right? Like on some like or like shop to shop type shits. You know what I mean? So it's like it's the same shit though. Of like, yo, now the nigga shit's legit. It's everywhere, and like you know, I got a super inspired by. I'm not sure if you've seen this in a liquor store. You, you ever see something called Buzzball? No. So basically, it's basically a nutcracker. If I if we want to just bare bare bone, okay. what this did this, and I respected this. Uh, she was a teacher. It's crazy. She was a 57, she was 48 at the time. She was in her backyard. She was a teacher. She had this idea of like, damn, it'd be cool to sell a, a, a spirit beverage, a mixed beverage in this. So she basically, whenever you'll see next time you go to a liquor store, they're kind of like these little balls. Kind of like when, you know, like when kids jump in the in the ball pit, yeah. that kind of that kind of size. Mm-hmm. But it has a has a, a, a metal lid on the top where you can pop it open. But their whole their whole tactic that it's like, 
um, was, it's like quick purchase because it's right there, right right when you're usually at the liquor store, right at the register. It's usually right, right there and you just grab it. It's like $2, $3. Long story short, she started that, she started that company, uh, I think when I read it, it said seven or eight years ago. So right around the time when I started Kirby's Cup, she went full out to try to make this legit. That gen- The company generating $20 million last year. It's fucking crazy. So seeing shit like that, it's super inspiring me, but it's also letting me know like, she basically took what the hood people been doing she just marketed very, you know, different. Mm-hmm. She put a whole mm-hmm. different twist to it. So I'm like, I'm actually from the hood and I've actually done this shit and I already got a reputation. Right. So why not me take it to another level? So I'm in that process now. It's, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take time, but I'm definitely working towards what you're saying, getting the distribution out there. There's just a lot of red tape. One thing I've learned when it comes to liquor or, because basically alcohol is a drug, the government, they want all that money. Yeah, of course. They want, and you, they, they want, you want, they want to make sure you run through a lot of red tape before you make any bread off that shit. So that's kind of the process that I'm in right now. But yo, next summer, son, you ready? I know the summer's almost to an end. Like I had this idea. What's up? I'm gonna break it out on this podcast. Never heard before. Maybe mm. it has been heard before, exclusive. but I don't know what it is. It's exclusive, but yo, we're gonna get it popping, man. Listen, man. What is it? Kirby's Cups flavored Italian ices, man. Oh, coming to the summer, coming to the streets, summer nineteen. You feel me? I got to show you something too. I've I, I done, I done some popsicle type joint alone. How many people Yo, seen look them? Look at though? me. Look at me. Every corner, son. <laughs> oh, no. I, I that's that. a special. <laughs> that's a, like you got the three tubs or whatever you fucking with, and then you got the Kirby's cup fucking that, tub. You know, and we need. A, uh, and you know what I mean? We and, need a shorty dressed up nice, just walking through. Cherry Coco, Kirby's cup, Cherry Coco. <laughs> I'm trying to show you, son. Like, how has nobody done this? <laughs> nigga, don't let me get the bag, nigga. I'm buying 500 of them joints and I'm putting them every corner in the hood. I'm going to start recruiting all, all the little me- all, 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 all little Spanish lady. Yo, mommy, mommy, come over here. Take this car, Son. mommy. Let's make this money. Let's kill them. Because imagine, think about that. They selling these joints for $1, $2, right? $5, $10. Same shit. So, but like Icy's, nigga. Icy flow. Way less... Way less liquor. Way yeah. less liquor. But you still you still get right. But it's more for the experience. More for the experience. I did something last year, and I wanted to bring it again, bring it out this year, but it, I caught a little busy and I didn't do it. But I did some ices okay. type of thing where I found like the little sleeves where you put the ices in. I like I, f- I fucked with the drink a little bit and I got it where it was it was freeze up nice and you could kind of eat it like an icy, which was really dope too. So that's definitely a, an idea that we can play with. Definitely you once, the, get the bag, once the man. once the next once the next summer comes around, definitely for sure. Like yeah, there's definitely a lot of. A lot of it's gonna be a lot of changes going into the next summer, just because of progress. Like I said, I've been doing it for seven years. I just you know growth, it's time to grow, it's time to level up in terms of like what we doing and shit. So that's like where I'm at with it. But yo, back to doubling down though. I like that you said that because it's like the thing of like that shit takes a sacrifice to double down. You know what I'm saying? Like to double and faith, down, and faith like a motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Like even for me, like saying comedy, right? I double down on being me. <laughs> You know and what I'm and saying? That's probably the best investment you could do. Bro. I double, like I said, I'm in front of these rich people. I'm keeping it all the way funky. There's no, I'm not talking about no nothing that they think I'm going to talk about or to appease these motherfuckers. Like, my shit is like, oh, if one person, one motherfucking rich person, like, all right. Because I look at it too, like, the game. I look at it like a big hustle. So I, I'm, I'm looking at Snoop Dogg. I'm looking at Hove. I'm looking at Migos. I'm looking at Cardi. I'm looking at, Anybody that's like accepted, I don't want to say crossover, because they still keep it funky. But been able but to you like know that, garner that mass attention, that mass appeal. Right. And the mass come from the people with the guap. I mean, it's what it is. You got to so, be able to, you know. If somebody's grandmother now is like, yo, I want the one of them Kirby's cups. Now you know it's like, all right. Yo, yo shout out to them. my Doña clients too. I got a lot of Doñas. I got a little of my viejas out here. They be, 
But I was my little, my, 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 my beautiful client, my older clients out there. They treat me like their little son. I love it so much. It's hilarious. And you know they get, but that lets you know that it transcends. It transcends. So those are little things that let me know, yeah, this can transcend exactly what you But saying. I think a lot of times when we be coming from where we come from, we be self-conscious because I was so, when I first started, I'm like, yo, I got to be like this or I got to try to do it this way. And then, and then, and then like, fortunately I had old heads that was like, nigga, listen, a lot of people might not understand what the fuck you talking about, but keep talking, talking about that shit. shit. Yeah. Keep talking how you talk and whatever it is. So that shit gave me like some sort of a, 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 a reinforcement to be like, you know what? I, even if, even if I go in front of a bunch of crowds and everybody don't get it. The ones that do get it, that's all you need. You just need a few. Like, yo, bro, we have billions. Like, I forget, too. Like, we have billions of people in this world. You just need a small pocket to fuck with you for you to be super successful. You don't need the world. Like, As you know what I say? 2,000 people in every major city. And you, and you be... 2,000. Because you know what? It's not that those 2,000 could come through. It's that at least 100 in every city come through, nigga. So 2,000 make your odds and better. And then it goes from 100 to 1,000 at every... And it, it, just, it just blows up. But, it's, you know, it, it, outside of... Us, you know, hood. I don't know if it's hood people being naive. It's just that we, I don't know if we scared, but we don't, we scared to like dream big. We don't dream big. We only dream as big as what we see on TV and what we see on now Instagram. But we don't think like, like, why not? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think about myself. I was telling my boy, it's crazy. I was telling my boy yesterday. Um, I was giving him details of what I actually want to do, and my whole and basically the gist of it was like, why not me? Like, why am I not the guy to like make the quote unquote most the the real legit nutcracker in a liquor store? There's no nutcracker in a liquor store, even though everybody like if you walk past and from the hood and you see this, you know what this is already. Other than a quarter juice, but you for the most part you already know what this is. So why not me? But I it's, and I was telling him, I was like, yo, you think I'm crazy for thinking this? And then obviously my boy is my fucking, you know, my support system. Like, Hell no, bro. Fuck these niggas up. Let's fuck the game up. But that's love, son. I hate ass niggas. And when nah, I started like, niggas like, yo, you're gonna have to suck a dick if you really want nah, to be successful. Nah, bro, that's that's, that, that's <laughs> like, what you mean, son? I've been super blessed, bro. Super blessed. I don't have like I'm only child. You got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got three sisters. Three sisters. Oh shit. So you def- you definitely with the ladies, huh? You you being the slick talking. I'm the youngest, son. So I just learned you call all the from game? The mistakes. <laughs> I learned from everybody's mistakes. So my whole shit is like being being an only child. I was fortunate and blessed that it, the universe and God put like amazing people into my life. So I've had friends that I've had from the age of 10 that are still my friends now. So 20 plus years type friendships and shit. Like, and the good thing about them, we we've, you know, we've grown. There's been ups and downs, like any friendship, any relationship, but we've grown to support each other and like be like, yo, if you could do that shit, man. Fucking go for that shit. Like, fuck everybody else. And obviously, it's, you know, self-development plays a role in, like, you know, 
going through situations plays a role, but I'm so grateful for my support system. Like, but I also think it's just the energy that I give out. Like, I don't, if you negative or like if you have somewhat of a down energy, I won't cut you off consciously, but my subconscious is not going to fuck with you. I just be like, all right. I'm just when did you learn this? Because for me, I'm like, everything you're saying, I'm on the same page, but that shit came way later. Like, it came like, I'm already, I'm already 35. So it came when I was like 29, 30. I started being like, I used to have homies like, yo, check. Like, not even homies. I had like one homie. I had one homie out of mad homies. Shout that out to that was one like, homie. All you need is one, <laughs> one, one like that. This nigga was like, yo, son, check that. You read this book too? Like, once he found out I read a book, yeah. The Thinking Grow Rich shit, he was oh, like, okay. he said, you read that shit too? I said, yeah. And the nigga was like, after that, every time that nigga would check me, be like, yo, fucking uh, mastermind, nigga, mastermind, what's up yeah. with that? He'd be like, yo, boom, come with me over here. And I'd be like, all right. And I would go and then I'd get some knowledge or some shit yeah. and I, you know when you at that point too where you like you don't really know what to apply it to and I go back to the double down like cause you just you just throwing your, your lines out there you fishing you're, you're throwing your lines where, you're trying to figure out, out where you fit in what's the shit gonna hit and then once you figure out like oh the shit that I could do that I could the shit that you could do kind of effortlessly that people really fuck with you be like, that's when you be like, hold up, son why don't do this shit full time exactly. like, it's like yo I already got like a talent like if you naturally funny like, yo, one of my boys, just like, I tell him all the time, yo, bro, you should get into comedy, bro. Like, I've been telling him for years, like, yo, you're so fucking funny, but I don't know if he believes it or not or whatever, but he's just, he don't go for it, but... It's, it's the fear, like you said, it's like the big shit. That's what it is, bro. Being and it's like, big. so for me, the what changed for me exactly, and it's funny you brought that up, actually, I remember vividly, I never was a reader. And then I remember, um, I was in college, I was in BMCC, I was around 19 years old, and um, I ended up getting a job at a bookstore. And it's crazy how life works. I never read books or anything like that. The reason why I got that job, I was about to work at Subway's. It was right across the street from the bookstore. And the reason why I didn't work at that Subway, Subway's was telling me I wasn't going to be able to start work for like three weeks. I was like, nah, I need this money now. The bookstore was like, yo, we take you right away. So I said, fuck it, I'm going right there. And from there, I ended up running into a book called Who Moved My Cheese? It's a I, small, yo, son, my small man, book. My man sent me that book. Fire, My fire. homie, shout out to my man Lev in Brooklyn, man. The nigga sent me that book, man, randomly one day. He was like, yo... <laughs> Check this out real quick. And it was, a, like you said, so, a small-ass small book. Books. And it was, a, it was a, I, I read it while I was working. It's quick, quick little read. So I started getting into that. And then my cousin kind of started getting a little bit of self-development. And he put me on, when this shit first came out, um, the DVD, The Secret. Have you, so you ever heard of the book, The Secret? That's like The Thinker Grow Rich. Wow, like just like that. So same, Law of Attraction, all that kind of So when I, no lie, when I saw that DVD and I learned about the Law of Attraction, that's the first time I've ever heard of that mm-hmm. concept, Law of Attraction. I was like, holy shit. I, be- I believed it. I'm like, you can really attract shit. So that was like in my early 20s. So from early 20s on to now, you know, 31, it's been a self-development journey. Like, you know, just reading books, going to seminars, being around different people. Some some shit I'll take in and it works. Some shit I'm like, I'll at that moment I wasn't ready to receive it. Absolutely. And now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, I see, I see, okay, bam, maybe I should have made these choices or whatever. So But that's what I feel like too is a mission for certain people like people like us. It's not, you know, some people be like, yo, they woke. Like the hood woke is different. That's why, and then I'll be looking at, like, I look, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in different settings and situations where I'm still always going to be from where I'm from and, and like, something in the, the ingredients is always going to be the same. That shit ain't going to change, really. Yeah. But we add a little, we tweak a little something to it. But my shit be like, all right, I know that if I heard this when I was a kid, son. So my shit be, I be thinking, too, like, yo, if the whole hood or even 30 Twenty percent of the hood could could uh, adopt or submit to some of these thoughts and these ideas. 
this shit would be a problem, Game bro. Changer, like, yo, it I, would be a problem because all of the shit that we already come with, the this shit, I'm not like I'm funny naturally, but the hustle. That shit come from trying to get my moms out of 4B and trying to live a better life. So exactly. it's almost like when you see them football players or them athletes or them musicians, when you hear about their stories fucked up and they're like, nigga, they're not jumping out the gym. They're trying to jump out the hood, nigga. That's what, and that's what, <laughs> you know what like, yes, it's like, we're trying to get out the hood out of our situations and shit like that. Like, that's really where all that shit comes from. But we got the, we got a better navigation. So imagine trying to get out the hood with no navy. And you just making mad lefts, nigga. And what it is, is like, it's like that J-line, like, you put crabs in the barrel to ensure you're surviving, you're going to start pulling down niggas that look just like you. It's like, sometimes niggas be crabs in a barrel in the hood. Absolutely. So it's like, you be, you be, on, you be on your way out, and niggas will be like, they'll, hate, they'll shit on you. Or like, you know, even my situation, like, I got to be very careful when I'm, you know, I'm very positive and I don't really, nobody's ever done any harm to me, but I got to be very mindful with this business. What Absolutely. I do is like any other, you got to just be, nobody, I don't want nobody to tarnish my name. I don't want nobody to, you know, I'm very mindful that underage people don't have my drinks. Like, you got to just be very careful with shit like that because somebody would be a hater and be like, yo, you see what he's doing over there? Go, go check on him or whatever. Absolutely. You know what so it's like, but. I'm mindful of that, but I try to throw enough positive energy and enough like goodness to let people know, like, yo, I'm this, there's a bigger picture than me just in these streets trying to trying to make my moves. But it's like what you said, I would love to like, you know, anytime I see anytime I see youth, I'm around kids or whatever. But you know, kids always be kids. But I try to drop that jewelry. You try to drop that gem on them, like, yo, you know, think big, like, you know, love yourself, fuck everybody else, like, and so. It's uh, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, if there's a way to kind of take what we know, and I say the same shit, yo. If I knew what I knew now as a high school, oh my god, that'd be a problem. And not even just business. I'm keeping funky with girls in life. With life, like in life, like, like my whole swag would have been different. Period, like, uh, bro. Been a whole different, period. Whole different shit. Because I feel like for me growing up, I felt like every time my circumstance, a lot of times people in the hood, our circumstance make us feel like that's all we, that's all it is, and like that's what it's gonna be. That's all it is. Yeah, like there's nothing more. You know it's like you said, like your whole shit's like, yo, I was just trying to get money. Like, cause and, I just and, don't want to be fucked know. up. Yeah, cause that's all. Like for hood niggas, that's what we know. You, you just gotta get money. But then what happens a lot of times? Niggas get money and they either get into some legal shit or they fuck it up or they make money and they get right back into situations. They don't learn like how to keep. Like I've been. <laughs> this is crazy. As I've gotten older, I realized I learned. I know how to make money, but I haven't mastered keeping the money. Yeah, me neither. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, and that's from having hood mentalities where I'm like making money. Oh, let me buy. Some kicks and let me buy like you know, get a fresh a, call. You know, you get the big bag and you be like, and you be like, and not even the big bag because our but big bag is you, right. Yeah. The bag to the, the big bag. She could be yo. 150 out of nowhere, nigga. I got the ah! bag. <laughs> yo, I got a bag a few months ago. I got a bag, the biggest bag I ever got from comedy, right? Yo. So, you know, threw a few hundred to my mom's, mm. boom. But then the rest was mad, like mad dates with the shorty. <laughs> mad, like, you know what I mean? Yo, I got to get these kicks right here. But well, I gotta get the hat to me. I gotta get like gotta fifty get white tees from Uniqlo. Yeah. <laughs> now, all sudden, now all of a sudden I haven't been in the club for three months. Now I gotta go to the club. See what's rocking over there now and shit. <laughs> oh, these are bottle prices. I got this now. That's nothing. That's nothing. It's called just let me go in my bag. And then next 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 three weeks you like fuck. Like, damn bro. son, but at least I'm fresh though. <laughs> that always be the decide. You be like, at least I'm fresh though. These niggas don't know I'm broke, son. Nigga, I was I was oh, funny. I was talking to, I was talking to my boy about um. I was like, yo, I was like, I don't go fuck. I got I got no shame in my game. I done recycled outfits. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I done been outside all day, fresh as fuck. And if I knew the next day I'm gonna see a, a whole set of random new people, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna say fucking outfit. I don't give a fuck. 
I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here rapping out here. Yo, we got my man Kirby's Cups in the building, man. Let me read you his mixed frozen cocktail menu. We got the Rihanna, the, the Rihanna, Riri. the Rihanna. That's I'm the, trying to get that to Rihanna. That's like, the that's pineapple the juice, cherry twist, coconut vodka, and a splash of 151. And then we got the the infamous. I ain't even gonna say that one next. I'm gonna go to, skip that one. We gonna get back to that one. We got the Chinola Nemo. That's for my uptown. That's for my uptown the Chinola people. That Chinola Nemo. Passion fruit. You know what I'm saying that's that passion fruit mix, man. I feel like that's just sweat and tears going to that. Oh, there's that's, a lot. There's a lot of hot that, sex with that. You know what I'm saying that's a passion. That's that's that's. And white rum, you know what I'm saying? Then we got the blue Hawaiian. My man said that was one of the first classics. joints he that, even that, started. That's classic. That's classic. Right that's here. his Air Force One. Anybody right from there. the hood, no blue Hawaiians. You know what I'm saying? That's that pineapple juice, coconut cream, blue liqueur, and white rum. And then we got that strawberry lemonade. Don't ever forget about you that. Know, never go wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I just had one of those. That shit was delightful, man. That shit made me want to just, you know, go outside in the heat. You know, maybe, maybe just want to just take in the world, man. Then we got the fucking purple. MF, motherfucker. Yeah, that's the sure. purple motherfucker. That Pro- got inspired by the first time I had that name, that name, that name of a drink in a club and casino years ago. I remember. Um, I was actually underage, and they were like, yo, you gotta try this purple motherfucker. It's basically like mad liquor mixed together. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came from. That's that tropical grape punch, vodka, white rum with a splash of 151. And then we got that MIA. That's missing in action, not Miami. You know, you drink <laughs> this, niggas like, yo, where he go? I like that. You know I like saying? that. I like that. I might take that. I might steal that. I might steal that. Nah, that's yours, man. You, you, you. That's your shit already, son. You got the mission in action, the mango juice mixed blended with tequila. How that? How that tastes? You, you down? My man Jose, the producer, he drank that. How it tastes, man? It's good. Look, his curls just got wetter, nigga. Look how wet his shit. His shit was dry before he drank that. So now his shit's extra. He had the lowercase S curl. Now he got the. He got the. He got the capital S curl now. You got the capital S. Not on your chest. On your head. But then my personal favorite, man, this is the motherfucking Henny. Oh, this is the her lover. The her lover. This Henny is right here. This is gonna make your evening right, man. This is the pineapple juice, coconut cream, and cognac Henny Colada. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna bless you with the little song song that I got for this, man. You ready? I got this is a commercial I came up with a while back for this. We're gonna move more units. Do you love Henny Coladas? Hey. And getting head on the train. Tell them. And if you can't afford an Uber, but you still want some brains, hey. you get the handy colada, <laughs> and you're going to feel so good. <laughs> you get the handy colada with that last five, and you're good. You call your shorty on the cell phone. Hit him, hit him, hey. You say, what's popping tonight? Hey, 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 hey. I got two Henny Coladas. Two, two, two. And we gonna get so right. Hey, 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 hey. Don't forget about the AC. Don't forget. Because the BTUs are popping. Hey, hey, hey. So when we start fucking sweating, <laughs> there ain't no fucking stopping. Hey, you know, and that's a quick little plug for my man Kirby's Cups. We're going to send you that. We're going to send you that. I need that commercial. We're going to send you that. You know what I'm saying? I need that. I need that. I need that. So we got my man Kirby's Cups, man. Yeah, I appreciate um, you having um, me on this shit. I appreciate shit, you because, you know, you, you, like I said, I seen your shit and I, I got, I follow a lot of people, man. I'm not one of them people with zero followers, two followers and a thousand no, no, people. Yeah, that yeah. shit is lit. I ain't going to front. That it, shit is nah, lit. Nah, it's lit, lit, but sometimes I'll be like, Yo, fuck you, B. Fuck you think you can't follow people. Who fuck you think you are? <laughs> but hold on, though. So, my shit, too, is like, I, I used to do this show called Petey's World in Queens, Long Island City, like two, three years ago. And 
They started me out at the midnight show because they didn't know how I was going to do, and that shit was popping. Then they was like, yo, you want to move up to a better time? And I was like, I'll think about it, and I can't, whatever. But what I would do is, so Petey's World is I'm bringing my hood shit to the fucking, to these other people that's not in the hood. So I would fucking give out nutcrackers. I would, I just oh, give them fire. out to the that's whole fire. crowd. That's fire. So they never even experienced Hell it. No. Old, I got old white dudes like, oh man, what's in that? Yeah, man, like that, that's why. That that's why I don't. That's why I don't call my shit nutcrackers because there's right. people that there's really a whole sector of the world that has never heard that shit before. Yeah. So yes, people yes, like nutcracker. They think of Christmas nutcracker and shit, yes, breaking yes, yes. peanuts and nah, all that crazy nah, shit. Nah, I mean nah. walnuts and all that crazy shit. But you know, niggas sometimes don't got peanuts. But anyway, <laughs> so I would bring them. I would bring them these joints, and and the whole shit went crazy. So now, it's, it, but that's part of like it's like an extension, yeah, of when I'm bringing them to when I'm telling them about legionnaires in the Bronx. Mm. They don't give a fuck about what's going on uptown. I don't know. But for some reason, when you go, when you when you step up now, they like son nothing else. You, you, like who? First of all, Hennessy. I only know about like from the from the commercials. Like I know Hennessy because Hennessy is what the hood do. But like, what they oh, it's that France when Francis Francois Hennessy. You ever seen oh, the commercials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, when then, Francis then, they got that shit. Hennessy, don't stop, never settle, or some when shit he, like that. He he was the first uh, diver to go eight thousand leagues, and yeah. you're like, nigga, that, that shit don't represent the hood. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I mean, we're gonna keep it a hundred thousand. It's like it's like when Jay exposed Crystal. Yeah. Them they they don't fuck with us. Like they fuck with us because we spend that money, but they don't fuck with us on on that level. So it's like, so trust me, I you know they want our hood dollars, but they don't want they don't the want hood the, there. But that's why I still feel like as a hustler, right? So this is my shit. You know, I even say this. I say this shit in meetings, nigga. I say it on stage. I say it everywhere. I'm like, yo, my shit is like the wire of comedy. Because mm. guess who watches The Wire most? Like, we had a hood watch The Wire, but these niggas watch The Middle Wire. Middle America watch The Wire. So, but you know why? Because, yo, they want to see where they selling crack, but they don't want to be they where they selling crack. They want to be there, exactly. So it's the same shit where it's like, they want to see, they want to hear about this shit, but they don't want to go to Orchard Beach to cop one. Hell no. They don't want to go to Coney Island to cop one. They're they don't want to go, you feel me? They don't want, they want it to be accessible to them down the block from where they're at. They want to be in their comfort zone with it. But that's why... and Because they, they still feel like they're a part of it, and they are to some extent, but they don't want to go through the red they tape don't wanna, Yeah, it. they don't want to go through the red tape, but that, and that's why it's hood motherfuckers like us. That's why they get that double tax, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we double tax that ass, motherfucker. You we know what o- what yo, we overcharging <laughs> you for what they did <laughs> to the cold <laughs> crush, right? Exactly. <laughs> One of the most illest times in my life, Yo, man. Yo, no man. lie, that story, that cool Herc story for those, for those who haven't, that was the last episode. That was the last episode. Last episode, that cool Herc story is fucking hilarious. Uh, it it kind of made me shit. feel a little certain type of way, can't front, but uh, it was hilarious nonetheless. Um, it, 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 when I heard the, when I heard the story, for those who haven't heard it yet, it definitely like. When I was younger, oh, I'm still young. I would say I'm still young now, but definitely in my early 20s and my teens, I don't know, it's because I was rebellious. I always very much was like, yo, fuck these old heads. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, and it's because I felt like they wouldn't want to accept the youth. Like, I always, I was always like that young kid around an older crowd. Mm-hmm. So when you're around shit like that, like, people don't always take you serious. Right. And I'm sure that's what this generation of, like, rappers and shit like that from the 6 ix 9 and Uzi and all that shit, they sometimes don't feel like they're getting accepted from hip-hop. So that's why they be like, yo, fuck that. Like, I just saw a video with 6 9 fucking cursing out Ludacris and all this crazy shit. I'm like, niggas are not giving a fuck. Like, they yes. really not caring crazy. But that's from... 
if for those who didn't hear the story, is is not saying it's his fault, but it's that that mindset with the cool hurricane, how he basically tried to shit on you. Like in the sense of like, yo, I'm trying to I'm trying to give you your 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 not even props. your bigging props, them yeah. bigging them up. And from man to man, it's not bigging you up because I wanna I'm on your dick. It's just yo, I appreciate what you did for the culture. He should be at a place where he's like, all right, maybe I didn't, maybe I fucked up, maybe they raped me, maybe mm-hmm. the, they culture vulture my ass. But still, you should still represent the culture in a proper way, represent yourself in a proper way, and come off as you're holier than thou. Mm-hmm. Like yo, fuck, nah, fuck, fuck, you mean like the way you expressed the story? I was just, I, it made me feel a certain type of way. I didn't like it, but, and then rest me like yo, fuck them old heads. But y'all, the, go, y'all not gonna last that long. I don't, I don't know if people understand. Or it's not even. It is the old heads, but then also it's like. Like, I have a dude that hit me up. Shout out to this dude, man. He hit me up like, yo, I'm starting to do comedy, whatever. Like, yo, could you like give me some some jewels or like help me out? You know, maybe I got some questions or whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, like, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to go out of my way or do some crazy shit. But if it's just a matter of like, yo, if I could tell you some shit that I've been through or if I could tell instead of me saying, yo, yo, fuck this or fuck that. I'm going to tell you how to circumvent that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where it's like, nigga, exactly. the shit is like, like I said, niggas work so hard, B. If, if a nigga just had a, a, a little ounce of like, yo, this shit might help move this shit forward. And it's crazy. You saying that like, I'm, I'm a big believer that like everything matters. So you responded to somebody on the DM matters. You not responding to somebody on the DM also matters. Like, So I think about that like, because I have people that hit me up from different states. Like in the be, I remember is the hood. It was the hood in me, the beginning. You know how sometimes we very like we don't we don't want to give away our secrets. We're like nah, nigga, yeah, I ain't yeah, gonna yeah. tell you how I do my shit or whatever. That's like that cool herc shit. But I've learned more. I'm like man, I'll give you all the information. It's out there. But then I'll, I'll give it but to you. You know it's a difference though, and this is why I tell people. It's the hustle in you. It's the fight. Yeah. It's the fight in the dog, yeah. not the fight. Not the fight. So it's like that's why even like old heads. Beyond, it's like, in general, like, a lot of people, right? I was thinking about this on the train ride over here where I see... Because you always got to assess what the fuck is going on. If you a hustler, if you're trying to get to it, you better fucking pay attention or else you're going you're gonna to wonder why everybody else is eating but you or exactly. why niggas is getting over but you. Exactly. All you got to do is take a second to look around. Oh, shit. That nigga hit his head over there? That, that didn't work for that nigga? All right. Why it didn't work? Oh, all right. That's that's the whole lesson right there without the nigga even telling me. His L showed me how to not take an L. So that's the shit too. It's like it's such a big hustle, my nigga. Like the world, it's all a hustle. It's all it trying is, to get bro. to it. So it's all it is, bro. You gotta figure out. Like even with the in comedy, a big thing. Like Louis, Louis came back. Oh, I just I just read the story. Louis, Louis came, came back to came the back, cellar, yeah, right? So recently. I just read the story. And it's 2018, my nigga. Shout out to Bill Cosby, man. Shout out to Louie. Shout out to all of the sexual harassing ass <laughs> niggas, B. And not on some positive, like, and not, not even on some wild out shit, but on some real shit. I was thinking about this on the way here because dumb niggas took L's for everybody else, man. Not saying that it was the right, they did the wrong thing or whatever they did, but the young niggas coming up, you got to look at these niggas like, oh, I. Because some niggas like me, I'm, I'm fresh out the hood, niggas. So there's not no telling me don't catcall and do all of this shit. But if I see niggas wilding and the shorty saying, yo, that's not what we digging, guess what I'm not going to be doing, don't nigga? Don't no dickhead shit like that. Guess what I'm not... It's not fucking rocket science, nigga. The, the shit is right in front of you. Niggas make mistakes. Niggas do wrong. And if you don't want... If you don't want to take... If you don't want those repercussions and if you don't want to... That's like niggas... 
going to jail or doing some crazy shit, that already made me be like, all right. But me going to jail and be like, all right, that ain't the that ain't, that ain't the, the that move. ain't the vibe. That's not the look right there. So when I say I'm not saying shouting them out like, yo, shout out you, to you, these big. I'm not bigging these yeah. niggas up. You like, all right, I see what you did. I see how you fucked up. I'm not gonna do the same it's thing. It's like when what Hope said, yo, Hope's so cracker, you don't have to, yo. Louis violated, so I don't got it. And exactly. not that that's even in me, but, but hey. But being mindful of like, sometimes, it, you know, it's crazy because Louis was a little bit more vulgar because he was out here really beating his meat. He was wild and shit going crazy. But like the Aziz story, where it was a little bit more of a, of, of it was like non, non-verbal community, non-verbal shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, we might, you know, we from the hood, so you thinking you being flirtatious with a shorty, you fuck around two weeks later, you on a Me Too blog. Yeah, you like, damn, girl, I thought we was just in the car. When I touch your leg, I thought I was being flirty. I didn't think you was going to yeah. take that as harassment. But me, it's me like too you said, yeah, I, yeah. I don't even fuck around, sir. <laughs> I don't fuck around, nigga. I don't holler at nothing. I don't even look too hard. I don't, nigga. I don't stare. Nigga, you get I don't peripheral, stare, baby. Son. You get peripheral. I don't even stare. I don't do none of that, son. Because I got to say, yo, I'm trying to get my moms out the hood with me. These niggas be talking that crazy talk about, yo, these shorties is wild. And I'm like, Nah, son. <laughs> like, I'm like, nah, son. They right. I just say, yo, they right, son. Cause, you know but at the same time, that's like, because I look at what comedy helped me do and, and getting older helped me do is to look at both sides of the coin, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's not about me because I'm not the one saying that something's inappropriate. So if somebody's saying, yo, this made me feel uncomfortable or this is inappropriate, I can't... How you look being like, nah, this shit's appropriate, and bitch. What are you talking about? Especially from, a, especially from a male to female perspective. Like, I'm big, I'm very sensitive. Like, I grew up, grew up with a single mom, uh, you know, raised just by my mom. So I, I'm, I've grown to be sensitive. Like, things that I might think is okay or that's that I don't think it's bad... In a, in a woman's eyes might feel disrespectful might feel like no that's wrong and we have to understand this like you said like just cause you don't feel like it's disrespectful if they feel disrespected it's disrespect yeah point back but period. you know what else too it's like especially in the hood now, I, and I keep saying this but being in this world in this different world that I'm trying to be into and that I'm kind of into I gotta try to make sense of it so it's like it's a balance it's a hard balance that's why I'm like if I could help a nigga be coming up and be like yo not only not only this but this also, like, you got to conduct yourself. It ain't about the, just the talent. It's not about the, yo, you work hard. After that, you still got to conduct yourself, bro. Like, it's like you a corporation. Yo, you can't be sexually harassing shorties. Like, nigga, if you, especially, like, if, if you just a bozo nigga out there, you ain't got nothing to live for, nothing to lose. I maybe if, if still not saying it's right, cool, but as you ain't got nothing but, left for, so you like fuck it. I'm but, like, but if you're trying to do something, man, and if you're trying to get something, man, and if you really, 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 because a lot of niggas don't really be trying to do nothing. They just want to be a part of some shit. But if you're really trying to do some shit, nigga, read the signs, man, and and don't do the shit, man. Just don't fucking do it, nigga. Like that's why I came up with my own shit, because you know I ain't gonna say that, and I don't got my own shit. It's cat thinking, my nigga. So you. It's like cat calling, but you don't make the call, nigga. You just think you about just making think about the call, and I'm like, everybody if she walks get my away. Vibration, that's what I'm saying. She, she, she'll get my vibe. ESP, she, nigga, just a little ESP, son. Yo, you like you put it out like fucking Professor X. You know what I'm saying? And if they pick it up <laughs> through the Professor sh- X channel, <laughs> then you good. But you shouldn't be like nigga, nigga, because I. I'm telling you, and like I'll say from even growing up in the hood, like my pops wasn't with me growing up, but like I was around a nigga, I was around OG niggas. So this is what I saw was appropriate. I was I was on the block with niggas and and 
it's always a level of how I'm gonna level up. I want to be better than niggas at exactly. catcalling. These niggas catcalling, I'm gonna come up with better lines yeah, than these niggas, and exactly. I'm gonna come up with better disses and shit. Exactly. And I'm a wild out. But then when you get into the real world, you like, oh nah, you can't be doing that you in the Viacom building, nigga. What's wrong with you? Exactly. So you can't like, be you doing can't that. Do, and it was crazy. My my, my <laughs> man, he, he you know, he's, you know, he came from the hood or whatever, and he just got a um, he's working at New York Times corporate office and shit, and he be mindful of that, like. You gotta be when you're in a corporate office. He 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 worked on a lot of like factories and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's in a corporate office, so it's a different yeah. different kind of vibe and shit. You gotta be mindful of shit. Like you gotta be mindful of how you move, how you act, what you say, how you say it. Right. And it's like you said, like trying to be an example for other people. Like yo, be careful because what you at the end of the day, you know, one mistake, one whipping your dick out on the wrong chick mm-hmm. could fuck your whole career. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? It could fuck everything. And especially you if I'm up. like yo, I'm the hope of the hood. Guess what? Now, if I do some crazy shit, now they're gonna look at. Not saying that I'm a representative of everybody from you're, the hood, but, but they're going to look at niggas from the country trying to come in like, nah, the last time we let a nigga from the hood in, the nigga in. wilded out. Exactly. Exactly. You know right, what I'm saying? Right on the money. And right that's like, shout out to y'all niggas from the Ivy Leagues that be bugging out because you making the hood look good right now, man. Y'all, <laughs> oh, niggas that, y'all niggas that got them Ivy League degrees and the Harvard niggas and the fucking Temple University and all that shit. Bill Cosby, y'all niggas. Fucking Harvard Lampoon niggas. Shout out to y'all niggas for making the hood look honorable, man. And the media need to pick that shit up, man, because the media don't never pick up. They just pick up the story, but they don't pick up the other shit like, man, well, these niggas ain't doing that. How these niggas ain't doing it? Why these niggas ain't doing that? Why is this niggas that that grew up in affluent situations is doing that? Not saying the hood don't do wild out shit, but... It's, it's still a it's, thing it's like, of like, get, nigga, I, look who's doing it. Look our, who's doing our it, Our hood sir. shit always gets magnified a lot more than, than other shit for whatever reason, whether it's because it's the easy scapegoat. It's easy just to like, like you know, point to the hood. It, hood niggas a hood situation and be like, oh, that's the reason why America's fucked up. When, it's like you said, when there's like shit going on in the middle of America and these Ivy League situations, that is just like, nah, you got to really, we got to, this it's society. It's not just the hood. It's a right. societal situation we're dealing with here. You know what I'm saying? And that whole Me Too shit, I'm very like, like, you know, I'm sure like even with comedy and what I do, like I have a lot of female clients. I've learned at a very young age. The reason why this shit has blown up because my, my big, like one of the quotes for business and for my shit is like, women are the tastemakers. I firmly believe Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like if they behind it, if you get the women behind you, Absolutely. everything else kind of follows. So it's kind of how the way I, I do my drinks, I treat my drinks. So a lot of my clientele is women. So I have to be very, you know, I'm mindful like, I can't be just flirting with every female client. I can't right. make every female client feel like, oh, this guy just wants to fuck or whatever. Yeah. So I'm yeah. very like, not very professional. Mm-hmm. I never mess with none of my female clients. Like I'm very like upfront. And a lot of people don't even know. Like this is one of the things I learned from the OG homies back in the day. The more you not on that shit, the more you attract <laughs> the, the love, crazy, baby. Crazy. Yeah. The and more you attract the love. That's even like, even not even in that setting. I got a homie that's like, he talks a lot. I talk a lot, but. I'll I'll leave something for the imagination. Of like course. you gotta have some sort of level of it's intrigue. A little, it's about a little you. mystery. A little mystery. A little going. mystery. A little mystery. Not gotcha. on some. Not on some. Yo, the niggas might spaz out and buck everybody in here. Type of mystery because there's those <laughs> creepy niggas. I was at a show the other day. There's bad niggas at the, in the audience. So like one nigga sitting in the corner. I'm like, nigga, what's wrong? What the fuck you doing? You looking? You not even being low right now. You looking <laughs> crazy. You looking bad. Shout out right now, nigga. You looking like it's your birthday and none of your friends showed up, nigga. And you're angry and exactly. you're depressed right now. Like. Cut it out, nigga. What's wrong with you? So I think there's hundreds of people over here. One nigga just sitting one by himself with a corona. Sick as fuck. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Son? Sick as fuck. It's probably girl 
go crazy on me shit. Join yeah. the party, Join son. the party. Nah, I, I agree with you on that at that point, for sure, for sure. You know, and I know, because I went to the barbershop yesterday, man, and I'll be honest with you, man, the barbershop sets me back like 10 years every time I go in. Like, that shit is mean? the fucking most misogynistic, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I homophobic think... <laughs> fucking... I'm dead fucking serious, bro. Because like I said, I'm a hustler, nigga. And I'm going to figure this shit out. I'm not going to fucking have nothing. I'm, I I don't... I, all that pride shit, all of that what niggas perceive about me or all that shit, that should go out the window when I think about my moms in 4B. Mm. There's no excuses. I'm not going to go to my mom's, yo, I, could, I couldn't be around these niggas reading comic books. I couldn't be around the shorty without wilding out. I couldn't be in a situation because they think if I didn't holler, if I didn't catcall her, I was gonna look crazy. Exactly. Or if I don't say some shit, it's gonna it's gonna question my manhood. Oh, they gonna question me and you shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm in the barbershop. I'm like, yo. But it make me feel good too because I go, I I know I know I'm different. I know I'm on a different path. Mm -hmm. I know I said that's why sometimes I do it. Like I don't chill into my hood like that. I don't like you say you got friends sometimes because the niggas that I grew up with. These niggas will ruin my whole situation on purpose, nigga. Like, yeah. I'll bring niggas through to some fancy shit like the car club. These niggas will key a Lamborghini nah, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. don't want to sit crab in the back. They don't want to see me make it, nigga. And that, and that, and that, as you get older, <laughs> you, you start realizing, like, yeah, I got to fall. I got to fall back. And it's the funny thing, bro. Like, when I see, like, and it's, I see it more because now we have social media. And you can actually see the, the cycle of how things happen. Like, it's crazy where, like... Anything that, let's say, like, you know, you you blow, I'll look at, put you an example, say you blowing up is crazy, and you start doing your thing, they'll start joke like, oh, fuck you think, you, you do comedy, you think you funny, motherfucker, fuck you think you're gonna do comedy, or they'll try to shit you and fuck your shit up, but then once you cross the threshold of success, oh, rap, then rap. they all on your, it's like yeah, everything rap. turns around, and it comes all in your dick, and it happens so much on social media, like, I see these little IG people, people making fun of them while they're doing all these videos, mm -hmm. and that's why, I like, I love, like, um, the douche, like the douche Shiggy who ended up on the Drake oh, concert yeah, just yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he was getting made in fun of, like, nigga, fuck you doing Instagram videos? What yeah, the fuck yeah, you think yeah. you funny? Huh? You ain't funny, nigga. And now look, now everybody's on his dick. Crazy. Ah. So it's like that. You got, it's, for anybody who wants to be a hustle entrepreneur, especially from the hood, if you coming from the hood, you gotta be able to fight through, you gotta mentally be able to fight through that. To get through that. Because once you get through that, then you become accepted. And then you're like, oh, all the people that was hating on me are now on my dick. Yeah. I couldn't do that when I was a kid. I was like, it's hard. I was so fucking It's hard because we're self-conscious. We want to be accepted. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. want my niggas to fuck and with me. especially, like, like, if you're not... I never, like, until comedy, I didn't ever go to no different boroughs. Like, I've been to boroughs, but, like, I was never in them. Like, I was never like, let me go over to Brooklyn and do something yeah. real quick. Let me go to Queens and do something real quick. Let me go to Manhattan and do something real quick. Because I was always like, there was nothing there for me to do. But then once I became like in it and then I start going to places and meeting different people I'm like oh shit son like and then it's a clean slate too cause these niggas don't know you from your block exactly. there's no exception. there's no expectations out of you from them other than what you there what, for whatever you show them so if you came yo I, I came with my, my my drinks they don't they don't all they care about is your drinks they and don't the, care about and they don't Yo, know my history. Right. They don't know like, oh nigga, you you that nigga. I remember I played ball with you, whatever. Like they'll 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 look at me as a businessman, professional. Right. How I approach them and shit like that. So I agree with you there. But like, yeah, niggas gotta like. I'm telling you, like this shit helped me be open minded, be like for real. I think like, one of the biggest things you said shit. in the beginning of the episode, which is so real, and I'm like finding that also. I don't know if it's like a 30s thing. You figure it out in your 30s, but it's like really knowing yourself. Like like, yo, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Right. This is what I don't fuck with. This is what I do fuck with. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I don't <laughs> want. Yeah, like being very honest. I think like anybody who's listening to this, those are questions you always got to ask. The tough questions. Like, what do I actually want out of life? Like, what do I actually like? And what is it going to take? 
what is it going to take? To or like, what kind of people do I want to be around? Do I want to <laughs> keep being around these hood motherfuckers or do I want to be around a different situation, motivating people, whatever? Like, even the car club shit, that shit made me be like, because I used to be like, when I was in my past life, when I was wilding out, I love cars, nigga. I love bikes. I love that shit. Like, I love, like, something. Because even as a kid, I couldn't ever afford no fly shit, but I remember getting books when I was a kid. I'm looking at the mm. Porsches. I'm looking at, because this shit is so foreign to me. And, yo, like, those yo, are things boom. you got to pay attention to, bro, as we get older. You got to remember, like, yo, what did I like when I was young? Yeah. That's why I go back, like, because they was, you 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 looked into it without, you, it wasn't effort. It wasn't like, I got to, like, learn it. Nah, you enjoyed it. Those are the things you pay attention. You start really like, oh, shit, I'm into cars. I'm into this kind of then, shit. So I'm in the mix, right? So I go to the spot and it's like, oh, this shit is nice, nigga. And I'm already visualizing myself as a success. Like, mm. I visualize myself like, oh, and it's a game. Because check it, right? They got, so it's a membership club. Yeah. We're going to have, a, if you listen, we're going to have these guys on the, on the show, right? And I'll tell you how. I'm going to tell you how on this episode. So I go there, right? And then I, I'm like, oh, shit. So the gist of the spot is... You know, you got to have your shit together, your, your, your paperwork and all that shit. But so it's an annual fee. I don't really know the price, but it's probably not that crazy. So you pay a, a monthly fee, right, to be a part of this a club. It's almost like a secret society. Yeah, yeah, some secret club, society right? shit. But it's not. You just have to know about it. That's the only secret. Yeah. And it's not a secret because I'm telling you right yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> go to their fucking website, Classic Car Club of, my, of Manhattan. So you go there, you join the shit, right? So they got a fleet of cars, right? So whenever you got to, you got to, uh, you got to, um, schedule when you want to take the car out or whatever. But you got a fleet of cars to choose from, right? So if you want to take the Porsche out this week, you got to put in your, your thing for it. You want to, you know what I mean? Or you want to take the Ferrari out next week? Or you want to take the old Beamer out next week? Or you want to take the Aston Martin or the fucking Alfa Romeo or whatever the fuck? You want to take the, whatever it is that's fly that they got, you could take it out if you, so I'm in my mind like, oh, I don't got to buy a Bentley? My man got the Bentley that I, he'll let me rock for the week or whatever, right? On the low so, so what I do is, I already, I, so I went there and I seen the, the way that they accepted me as I'm nigga, I'm in, I you. was in fatigues, black tee, black, whatever, just yeah. how I regularly dress. I'm not dressing up on some polo shit, yeah. shit whatever. I'm dressed how I dress because that's how I feel yeah. and that's going to represent and you me. You want to be you. Right? So I go and the way that they accepted me, nigga, the next day, and I ain't know about them. So I'm Googling them now. I'm looking them up. I'm, I'm finding out about them. I see a few interviews with the nigga. I, I hit the nigga up the next day. The next morning, because I felt so high off that shit, like the, the vibe and the energy. I'm like, deep, like you said, this is going back to like putting yourself around these people, right? Putting in an environment. So I could chill with niggas on the block or whoever that's, that's not in this mixture. They not on the FDR, right? So I hit the nigga up. Yo, boom. Yo, thanks for having me last night. I had mad fun. Whatever. You know, yo, would you be down to do my pod one day? Nigga hit me back right away. Like you said, it's a shit that hit you back. Nigga hit me back. Yo, son, you had me doubled over, son. The shit you was talking about, the Tropicana cool. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, if this shit was in the hood, niggas yeah. be like, yo, this the Ninja yeah. Turtle yeah. Lambo. You got the Leonardo, nigga. And they like, yo, we never thought of that. Yeah. Or whatever it is. So they, 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 they he, he, he showed me love the same way that I show him love. And right now, I mean, we friends now. That's like, funny. I'm a hood nigga. We friends now. Yeah, exactly. We homies. He, he told me, yo, if you ever want to come to CCC, drinks on me. That's fucking That's you, love. cause it ain't. Guess what? When I went there, ain't nobody looked like me in there. Nobody and, looked and like me. It's important in there, that bro. people like you and like us get into these circles. Is important. That's why I like when when Jay says like, "Yo, we need more people like us here." Like, I need to see. I forgot what song it was like. Yeah, there needs to be more. It can't be just Oprah and Will Smith. Like, they need to be more right. billionaires. Like, it got to be more. It's the same shit. We gotta get in these circles, cause I'm. I've learned to be able to, for 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 lack of a better phrase, be two people in a sense. Like, 
when I'm in the hood, I'm being my hood version of myself, right? right still me, right, but right. I'm being the hood version of me. But obviously, when I get in a different environment, I'm still me, but you got to understand, you got to clean it up a little bit. Absolutely. It's just so, it's like you said, so they can accept it, but at the same time, it's so the door can open so then I can start letting everybody else in. Yeah. It's just, I just, we just got to get in the door. Or so even if you don't, in. like, it's a shit word, right? Because when we say we want you to get in the door, it don't even necessarily be, mean the same exact door. It just means in general way of thinking of saying like, yo, why I can't rock? You feel me? Why, why, why I can't rock? So 100%. if at least you can say, like you said, yo, why I can't be successful? Exactly. So I think that's a major thing because people go, they'll they'll say that, why I can't, and then they'll come up with a whole and list be of like why not. 10, 15, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 think, you think of maybe they one be like, positive. Yo, I got holes yeah. in my sock. They yeah. gonna ask me to take <laughs> my shoes off. Like, I can't go over there. I'm telling you, man, like even like back to the shit again, like with them old dudes, old heads, a lot of people... They know they made a, de- a wrong decision somewhere in the li- down the line, but instead of looking at it like, "Yo, I could, I made this decision, so I could tell somebody else what to look out for," mm-hmm. they'll hold on to that mistake that they made and just grow jaded. So now, whenever they come, they go. I remember when I first started comedy. I don't even remember who the shorty was. It was in it was in Florida. I first started. I used to live in Miami, and I started. And I was, I always was asking people for advice, nigga. That's one thing I swallow my pride. I would big, always that's ask big, That's big that you can even ask because some people don't even want to ask. Because if you've been doing this for how long? Ten years? Seven years. Seven years. If I'm trying to do something today, if I could ask you for one thing, that's part that of your seven cut, years that you're giving me shortcut, right? Could cut You cut the process crazy. So this shorty, I never forget. I say, yo, can you give me some advice? Whatever. I'm not trying to be like a Klingon or a groupie or nothing. And she say, yo, just don't do it. You're going to want to kill yourself. Instead of saying like, yo, this is what I've been through. Like she just straight up was like, yo, don't do it. You're going to want to kill yourself, man. And I was like, huh? But you could tell that that her mentality, she don't have faith. Okay, but imagine if you a nigga that like, if I wasn't strong-willed and if I didn't read or had the knowledge that I I, break you, fortunate enough to gain, I would have been, if she told that to an old PD, I'd have been like, well, I guess I, that's I guess it I was, ain't for me. Oh, not even. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Mm. I just needed someone to confirm that. Yeah. No, and it's true, bro. And it's <laughs> like, yo, bro, that shit is like, oh, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Like that way of thinking, we subconsciously fall into it so much, and that's why shows like this, you being you, me being me, is to break, you know, break the matrix. You gotta get out of the matrix. This is all like us. This show, I'm grateful you got me on the show, is to get people out of the matrix. To get people don't get don't get stuck into that mindset, you know what I'm saying? So even I that movie, you. like it's funny you say that. that. Like I didn't see that movie when it came out. I seen it when I, like I was older and mm-hmm. I was like in a place in a transitional place in my life. And then I was like, that shit. And I don't even really like saying it to people because I feel like it's kind of cheesy. Unless you ask me, it's kind of cheesy to me. But that shit really, from where I'm from, that shit changed my perspective on a lot of shit because it was like. A lot of things and how I interpreted it was like even like what you saying about the like Googling shit. In my movie, every time that they locked in, like when they when they when they got plugged in, that was basic. And when they had to learn how to do some shit, that was Google. That was the internet. That was the they internet, were going on right? the internet, figuring all the shit out, and they were uploading it into their shit. Right. So, but then it goes from like, but how determined are you to actually? Apply this shit Or to even Like look for it You know yeah, what I'm saying Yeah because yo It's crazy I'm so glad you brought that up Like cause it's like It's so true Like information's everywhere bro It's like what do you But you gonna play It's like working out right We in 2018 There's really no thing new In terms of working out There's gonna Maybe a new diet Maybe something we didn't know But for the most part You know you gotta do your push ups You know you gotta go to the gym You know you gotta eat right If you wanna get in shit You just certain shit You just know Is whether you are gonna do it or not There's so much information out there It's who's gonna apply it or not And that's why it's like It's like a rat race It's like 
oh shit, all right, I see you're not really going hard. Like, all right, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. And that's who's going to win. Whoever takes advantage of this opportunity with information and with all that kind of shit. Like, oh, Shout out to Classic Material. I see you, you rocking my boy Carlos, Classic Material oh, yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Man. That's my that's my, that's my guy right there. He's coming on here too, but you know that nigga busy and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's my guy. Shout out to my man. Yeah, that's my guy right there. His shit lit, too. I got my shit from Hat Club, man, on Broadway. Oh, word, word. They had some fly shit in there, too. I was like, oh. Nah, yeah, you got to check out. I do a Lot, you got a event. fly hat on too, so oh, I got you, cop yeah, one of those. Yeah, one, one, one of my joints, one of my joints. I've always done events with uh, with classic material for aesthetic, so appreciate them, appreciate them for sure. But yo, all right, we gonna wrap it up, man. But on the way out, I want you to, I want you to tell anybody that's out there on the come up, trying to hustle, trying to get find their way, whatever it is. What, what's a word of inspiration you could give them, or like something that you know, tell them to look out for. Um, so I, I'll give you like one of my one of my one of my favorite quotes. I'll give you two quotes real quick. Y'all can leave with one of them is, "Time will either promote you or expose you." So be careful what you do with time. If you time will either promote you or expose you. So no matter what time is going, yeah, you could not work today. You could not work out today. You could not get up and go on the internet. You could not go to the comedy club. You could, I could not get up and sell these drinks. But time eventually is going to either expose me or it's going to promote me. So always remember that. It's they always like to say in terms of like bringing people around you. When two or three people agree on a common purpose, nothing is impossible. You just need one other person to really have that faith in you to really un- like. So you just need a rider, and it could be it could be you and yourself. You just need that one, that faith and that belief to really you know take yourself to the next level. So you know take those words and and hopefully they'll help you out. And if you want to find more information about me and see what I'm about, you can check me out at Kirby's Cups, K E R B Y S Cups. That's K E R B Y S Cups. If you want to get lit or hear me talk some shit, you can hit me up right there. And what's the what's the podcast? You got the, the so I got a pod. Oh yeah, yeah. So my fault. So I got this podcast called Talking Shit. Shout out to my co-host uh, Josh Face Funk. Um, we I gotta started, come on that. Yeah, shit. you now nah, you on. gotta come on. Gotta come. On. We definitely need definitely need you on there. So the dope shit about this podcast, like I said, it's called Talking Shit. But it's so basically we talk about a lot of uh, sexual topics from the male perspective, but we get vulnerable. So it's not the machismo. We fucking a bunch of different girls talking about stuff like that. It's like real life things. Like you might hear Dominican nigga cry for the first yeah, time. Yeah, so. yeah. We get we get emotional. That get, shit is a myth. You know that the Dominican man don't cry. Yeah, niggas don't cry. Like, I'm Dominican. I cry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, bro. It happens, but you know we, you know, it's, so we go in. We have a lot of jokes. Um, we, yo, know, we get some chicks in there talk about crazy shit, talking about getting choked up, and and we talk about sexual BDSM and all the kinks and all. We talk about different kinks, all that freak shit. So if you're into that freaky kind of talk, or you're into some motivational, positive talk, check out our podcast, Talking Shit Podcast, on any of your uh, uh, iTunes platforms, except for Spotify and all that kind of stuff. But iTunes and all that good shit, you can find it. My dude, thank you so much for coming Appreciate through. you for having me, man. Uh, I'm glad you have me. This is probably going to be one of the highest rated podcasts that we've ever oh, put man. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that'll be my goal. I wanted to give the people that are listening as much as myself as I could. So, And we just met. So I feel like if, if you're listening, I've never met this dude. So that was just all natural yeah, just love, right? That was just, yeah, that was that was entrepreneurial love, man. So Shout appreciate out to you, out there, brother. Man. Thank appreciate you so much, man. Appreciate ah. you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 